to have and to hold in sickness and in health unless you become a zombie then i promise to shoot you in the head hello and welcome to episode 361 of under the cull of ms this is normal tuesday episode a little bit of comics a little bit of ms a little bit of whatever and we're gonna start out we finally checked out oh finally got the last number six of jack kirby's galactic bounty hunters from marvel comics finally get to see what happens with the rest of this story whereas mosh my slug is trying to get her young dumb boy to <laughs> help her escape prison because she's pretty much screwed. She's pretty much stuck in prison forever at the moment. Lena can hear the commotion over in Getaway Land. And doesn't need psychic powers to know that Garrett is in the middle of it. Queen Oracle, the wisest and most powerful of all Dangerland psychics, beckons to her. Lena can see that the ancient sorceress has been gripped by psychic premonitions that she has expressed as spiritual symbols on the ground. But will the message be good or evil? This was just such a fun run. I love this whole complete series. Uh, I mean, this one, pretty much we get to see what happens in the final rounds of the battle for the father, for his son, who was kidnapped by one of the slugs who's trying to find a way to bargain to get his moss slug released from prison because she's stuck in there forever. The old gang gets back together, the old gang of bounty, galactic bounty hunters, along with some other bounty hunters, some younger, newer ones along the way. Uh, we get to see a bunch of confrontations happen throughout this issue. We get to see what happens along the way when the sun falls for a female also throughout this story there's always a little love interest that has to pop in but this was a lot of fun i mean we were given a group of characters that fight alongside each other and actually get along can you imagine that i mean after all the bullshit with all the other <laughs> bands of brotherhood, the Avengers, the X-Men. The, I mean, all it is is some awesome characters with a bunch of stupid-ass confrontations. It's like, really, do we have to argue that freaking much in these storylines? This, on the other hand, was a group of characters that miss working together, that work well together. And we get to see how it all ends up. And it's just. 
it was just really enjoyable. And sadly, I guess there hasn't been anything else related to the Galactic Bounty Hunter stories. Even though at the end of this issue, it says they'll be back in Volume 2 of the Galactic Bounty Hunters or a new run of the Galactic Bounty Hunters. That at the time would have got me so excited, but sadly I never heard anything more about them doing anything else with this. And I really wish they would have because I like all the characters. I like how the characters work together. Even the baddies were a lot of fun throughout these. But it's a six-issue run. Jack Kirby's Galactic Bounty Hunters from 2006. And it's from Marvel Comics. But if you like the space stories, the team-up stories like that with the superheroes and a variety of different types of superheroes, check this out. It was a lot of fun. Um, sad that it never went on beyond that first arc. At least that I have been told or that we know of. So, And then we checked out Task Force Z, number four. In this one, we're dealing with some superhero characters that are zombified, some that aren't, trying to figure out who is and who isn't. Even the groups that have, that think they have their shit together, are having some issues along the way. Uh, like I said. <laughs> The Galactic Bounty Hunters are fun. They don't fight. They don't argue. They didn't get. I didn't have no major issues with those characters. These characters, on the ha other hand, you got too many uh, basically too many bosses trying to run the asylum. Is kind of what it's like. Uh, you got and when you put Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, any of those, any of the Justice League together and stuff, you're going to have issues. Uh, they always get a little too, too pissy with each other over the littlest things. And then you got Batman with all his little Boy wonders all the time. They always kind got a con conflict with Batman for, I don't know, what he did to him in the past. It's like, I don't understand any of it anymore because I don't, I didn't read the storylines from the beginning. I pick on Batman all the time with the boy wonders. Now you got Batman with a bunch of Robins, boy wonders. And we even have female Robins, I mean, which is fine. But there's a reason that you have Batman and Batwoman, because you don't have female Batman, because it's called Batman. And Robin's called the Boy Wonder in the past, and so now Robin's a girl I don't understand society's uh, 
the cancel culture and all the different everybody has to have every character has to have <clears throat> be rewritten with every sex sexual identity and every uh racial identity and everything else and it's like we gotta just we could just come up with such better characters why do we got to keep taking the old characters and just changing them to every way shape and form it's just too damn confusing and i know a lot of you don't understand but you will when you get older trust me it just drives me crazy how they mix up all these characters and stuff but in this one, we get a little deeper on the storyline about this Bloom character, this alien flower character. What kind of hand he has in, or he or she has in uh, all aspects of what's going on. And Bloom happens to be making some promises to Man Bat along the way and making some alliances throughout this while at the same time we have is it nightwing having his issues out with batman and they're going back and forth and it's like yeah they got some major issues and under their belts with each other and that's fine and dandy, but it's just going to hurt you in the long run when you're trying to deal with entities that are trying to take you out and you're just arguing and pissing and moaning with each other over things from the past that you haven't settled. And it's like, get your past issues worked out and done with so you can fight crime the way you're supposed to. Cause it's just going to end up getting a bunch of innocents killed because of your jackassery <laughs> just i don't know but i'm still hanging on to task force x and we're on issue four i'm really hoping it doesn't go beyond issue six because i think i have those two ordered still and i just i don't know i was not really thrilled with the the way this story went on i thought we were gonna get a uh, new Suicide Squad style story and it would be interesting with all these different characters but instead it's kind of like a conflict between a couple really messed up Suicide Squad groups and their crossover and other characters trying to deal with these characters and I just don't don't really like where it's going with that storyline but I will hang on till the till the end if it is six issues. If it goes beyond that, I think I'm done with that one. It's one I should have probably definitely waited on and just jumped on later on down the road and pulled it out of a bargain bin. But it's too late now. So that's it for the comic portion. And I got a dental appointment today, so I'm just gonna make this a short short one today so pump out a little thing and we'll give you a little kelvin and hobbs we'll see what they've been up to yeah 
Hobbs out on a hike with Ma and Pa. Not too thrilled. Ma's walking along. What a lovely day for a hike. Kelvin says, it's not so bad this way. As he's using his super hopping recliner chair that he has imagined. Dad says, no worry. We won't carry you. Stop griping. Or no, we won't carry you. Stop your griping. This is so much work, he says. As he's walking behind him, just dragging his feet. Yeah, another one where we got the big metropolis city of Stupidopolis that Kelvin is imagining. It's a thriving coastal city. Stupidly built near an undersea fault line. And all of a sudden, there's some vibrations and shifting. There's a character that's scared, freaking out as a giant wave. 15 to 20 times bigger than the city is getting ready to crash down on a city. And then you see Kelvin waist deep up in the, out in the water and splash, big sploosh going on, water splashing up. And then you see his dad talking to his mom. His dad says, why does he build everything so close to the water? It's stupid. She says, he doesn't seem to mind doing it over and over. It's because he builds the the city, and then when the water finally works its way back into the shore, then it wipes out the city, and Kelvin's having fun doing that. Just as we did when we were kids, just build our little sandcastles and watch them get destroyed, have our little sandcastle battles and all that stuff. But yeah, nothing too exciting. We'll end that part there, and let's talk about some health stuff. See what we got here. If you want to get an allergy test, or you can go to like allergytest.co and try out some different blood collection and home health test kits. Uh, you can do a hair test kit and find out your allergy and intolerance tolerances to different types of foods and medications and all that sensitivity testing and health testing to find out what kind of future hair issues you're going to have and stuff like that but yeah you can do blood sample hair sample and other types of samples through this company if you want to check them out uh I did sense it's hockey season now. We're getting towards the end stuff. I did some more research on Brian Bickle. He's a Canadian former professional ice hockey player who played for the Chicago Blackhawks and the Carolina Hurricanes in the National Hockey League, the NHL. Uh, He did win a Stanley Cup with Chicago Blackhawks in 2013 and 2015. And he played 
in four early playoff games during the team's run in the 2010 Stanley Cup championships. And he spent almost 10 years with the Blackhawks organization before getting traded to the Hurricanes before the 2016-2017 season where he was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis later that year and retired from playing hockey at the end of the season. I was hoping that I'd see that he had some new stuff going on or at least some updated health stuff for us to follow up on, but I haven't seen nothing from those those periods, so that's kind of a bummer. I, I like to keep up on these uh, people, the stars and athletes that are also dealing with multiple sclerosis. And he was born in March 9th of 1986, so he's like 16 years younger than me. But his career is over because of multiple sclerosis, and he had a great career too. So at least he was able to go through that, whereas some athletes and some kids get nailed with some bad MS issues early on in life and never get the opportunity to go into the amateurs or the professional leagues. So it's nice that he was able to do that and get his feet into a couple Stanley Cup appearances. But I know he was representing for Tisabri for his life after hockey blog thing that they had going on and talking about what he was doing after. But I just wish we would have got some further updates from him. But what you gonna do? Maybe in the future we'll hear what happened and how things went with him, how he's dealt with it, and if Tisabri ever helped with his disease. I'm assuming since he was on Tisabri, he was probably still in the relapsing remitting MS stages back then. Uh but the savory can also be used for a secondary progressive if you're in that midway point or so. Uh, right now we have March, which is MS Awareness Month. It's also many other things. I'm guessing that's why we're halfway through the month and I still have yet to see a single thing about multiple sclerosis anywhere on the news the TV, any of the talk shows, anything pumping anything. I don't see anything advertised or showing that caught my eye to go check out uh, talking about MS Awareness Month. But even so, don't forget May 30th is World MS Day. So hopefully we'll see some represent representation on that day. I know the month of May is huge in Wisconsin for the MS walks, the charity walks. Um, assuming that this year we might actually see them. I haven't seen the one 
put up yet for my county, my County, the one that I had rep the Monster Mash crew represent in the past. Uh, but they did that usually up by our college in Fond du Lac. Uh, but we have not seen anything for that. There are other MS walks that I've seen advertised so far around the area. So it looks like we're back to doing the outside walks with the get-together type thing. I'm sure they'll have some separation, keep the groups apart and stuff like that still because of COVID. But the past couple of years, because of the whole COVID disease crap, they sat there and did things where you could just walk it, get your, collect your, uh, uh, what do you call it? <laughs> your donations and do your walks in your house or in your backyard or whatever, and just keep track of it and do it yourself. And then collect for your charity. But yeah, it's keep an eye out. Try and get people to understand that March is MS Awareness Month. Teach some stranger a little something about multiple sclerosis if you see someone. Just pass on the good word. That's why I do the podcast, it's my way of getting things out. Without having to go out and promote a bunch of stuff. Uh, we did pick up another country. So we're up to 32 countries. That are or have listened to this podcast. So at least we're getting around. Uh, but yeah. Start your own podcast. Get some representation out for this damn disease. Talk about how how it's affected you. Talk about the way you've done it. Do a blog. Do whatever. Uh, one sad thing that I uh, had the authorization for helpinghands.org. There, well, actually, it's monkey monkeyhelpers.org is where you could go to find out how to get yourself a little monkey helper uh, from 1979 to 2020. Helping Hands Monkey Helpers for the Disabled Incorporated was founded to raise and train capuchin monkeys like you've seen on Friends. Ross is a little monkey there. Uh, the capuchin monkeys were trained to pr provide daily assistance to people living with spinal cord injuries and other mobility impairments, including multiple sclerosis. And uh, I was on a list for its two-year uh, pre-program set up to get yourself trained and set up with a monkey, a capuchin monkey, to help you with, like, opening doors, grabbing things off shelves for you and stuff like that. And uh, someone we were going to consider moving in with okay that I could have the monkey so I was all happy about it <laughs> but in 2021 they made the difficult decision to cease their training and placement services of the capuchin monkeys uh, there were many reasons for this decision as a result 
their mission has shifted to focusing on quality support for all their post-service monkeys in a state-of-the-art care facility for the monkeys. So you can support ongoing efforts to help support them, to help set them up with a nice environment for the monkeys that didn't get placed and aren't going to be placed because if I had to guess, cancel culture ruined it. Uh, COVID-19 ruined it. It all kind of like flipped everything upside down. And yeah, you could say these poor monkeys being placed and stuff. But I mean, if they're given a good home, is it really worse than being out in the jungle where they only live for a couple of years and instead they get placed in a home to help a human loves them and takes care of them and they end up living a way longer life <laughs> and hopefully still get to go outside and play and have fun and but don't have to deal with other monkeys trying to rip their testicles off and eat their hands and fingers and feet and <laughs> kill them and fight over supremacy and fight over other female monkeys and stuff like that monkeys are evil (laughs) if you really really research them they are they can be pretty evil animals but uh yeah i was so looking forward to that program (laughs) i wanted a monkey so bad but not gonna have it i think it would have been fun to have a monkey and call them Name him Balthazar so I can yell at Balthazar all <laughs> Balthazar. Where's my towel, Balthazar? <laughs> Get me a fork, Balthazar. But yeah, currently Helping Hands Monkey Helper is making a transition In the way it serves people living with physical disabilities, it's moving away from using service animals and moving into implementing the use of innovative technologies. As we go through this, as they go through this transition, they are guided by two key principles. First, they will take care of their post-service monkeys until the end of their natural lives. And second, their mission providing innovative technologies and quality of life opportunities to those living with physical disabilities will remain their purpose. So it looks like the monkeys, like many other jobs, are getting taken over by the electronics, by the AI units, by the robots. Poor little monkeys. But I'm sure there's lots of people that are fighting, thinking that they're mistreatment and stuff with the monkeys. But I don't know. All the monkeys I've seen look pretty happy. And the ones out in the wilderness look kind of scared. <laughs> so. But. So if you're hoping for that, it's not going to happen. You're going to have to look for a different revenue. Different means to get through life, but yeah. So that's it for today. I suppose we could sense Kelvin and Hobbs sucked. <laughs> Wasn't really happy with that. Let's do a fact, a weird fact before we end. 
For many years, clay tablets lay buried in a place in the Middle East. Then scientists found the tablets and tried to figure out what the writing on the tablets meant. Finally, someone figured out that the writing on the tablets was the words to a song. It was a simple song, but the scientists enjoyed hearing it. After all, it isn't every day that a person gets a chance to hear a song that's 3,800 years old. Well, why don't you tell us what the song is? Uh, Santa Fe means holy, holy fire. And the Queen of Hearts is not only a playing card. Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth of Bohemia, 1596 to 1662, was when she lived, was called the Queen of Hearts because of her friendliness and good manners. All right, we're going to end it there. And hopefully we gave you some good stuff today, but we got to go to the dentist and get tea stuff done. So we will get back to you tomorrow with a Wednesday Health Wellness Wednesday episode. And you be good. Check out Crimson Cull Comic Club. Check out Under the Cull. Check out, keep following Under the Cull of MS. Rate, review, tell a friend. Subscribe, send a question, comment, whatever, and we'll get back to you. Be good.